to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast, Kathy. If you want to follow the show... On Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to the show, subscribe. And if you can, write a review. I love reviews on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, If you want to be on the show, I love having guests that call in with all kinds of topics. I look mostly for guests who have problems that, you know, want some unprofessional advice or people who live a secret life that want to talk about it while remaining strictly anonymous um so if you're any if you fall into those categories and you want to be on the show uh send me an email you send me an email at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com and i'll have you on uh today i have on a repeat caller someone named cirque i really like cirque he's been on a couple times he the last time he was on it was because he had uh him and his girl were well, they started to swing together. It was like the first swinging experience that went horribly wrong. It's a really good podcast. You should take a listen to it. It's a couple of weeks back. Um, and so what today is an update to that. After that horrible experience, they decided to swing some more. And uh, we get the scoopage on this podcast about what happened afterwards or what happened at their second swinging experience, which, by the way, was with that same couple that he swung with the first time. Um, we talk about that. We talk about a lot of other things. We talk about stuff that he's doing on Craigslist, the people that they've been looking at, as far as the other couples, as far as people they want to swing with and swinging in general and relationships and sex and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, Cirque is always an interesting, you know, episode, podcast guest, guest. He's always an interesting guest. So I'm going to be right back on with Cirque. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, sir. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast for like your 16th time. I don't know. How many times have you been on the show? <laughs> is this your third time? I think this is the, I think this is either three or, no, I think this is four, actually. Right. You are, though. I mean, you do have some good stories, and you have another good story. I mean, last we left off, uh, you tried to have a threesome, or like you tried to swing. It wasn't a threesome. It was like you tried to swing yeah. with your girl. I'm just going to quickly update in the last call, and then you're going to get into the shit that you've emailed me. And it didn't go well. You actually called into the podcast right after you found out that she, like, fucked the other guy, and you didn't get any action that night, and she fucked him without a condom, and you are flipped out about it. It's a good podcast if anyone wants to listen to it. Go back. It's called, like, I don't know, Cirque has a swings with his girlfriend, and it goes horribly wrong. (laughs) It's really interesting to hear, but... You guys quickly rebounded and got back into things immediately after that. And you have kept me, you know, sort of uh, abreast on what was going on. Is that the right word? I'm so, Sometimes I just don't have proper grammar. Um, you've kept me you know, like in the loop of what you guys have done since then. So why don't you, you know, get us up to speed? So like right after that, you were really pissed off at her, right? And my thing was don't break up with her. You obviously didn't break up yeah. with her, right? Uh, no, I'm still with her. Right, and that's a good thing because um, you guys have a good relationship. I'll tell you what, this, I mean, okay, so we had a really shitty first experience that didn't really involve me that much. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the next experience, that was kind of shitty for her um, because she kind of felt obligated because she'd done what she'd done. Mm-hmm. And then she felt like she had to like let pay me back somehow. 
Right, meaning like she got too. she, but how? Like, did she? Did you feel like she wasn't into doing the person, or I mean, how do you? I thought she was into this too as well. Well, so fucked up, and I swear to God, if anybody knew who I was, and some people actually do. What do you mean? Here's a really well. Some people have found out who I am in town from where I live. Just I don't know. How and they listen they to the podcast. Yes. Well, in part, it's partly my fault because I, I love your show so much and they tell people to listen to it. And then they're like, dude, that's you. Hilarious. Okay. <laughs> but you know, keep going. Go okay. back to what you were about to say. So, babe, okay. My point was that everything started out with this thing on a bad note. It was kind of fucked up from the from the jump because... She did something fucked up, and then she wanted to make up for it, and so she kind of she kind of didn't have she kind of didn't have anything that she could say about what went on, and she didn't really love our second experience like I did. But well, what was your second experience? Into, well, the second experience was with the same couple because she felt like I she owed it to me at this point to let me do whatever the fuck I wanted. And I did, and it was awesome for me. But she kind of did it, you know, as sort of a, as an obligation. She didn't really like the dude that much. And honestly, like after I got to know him better, I didn't really like him that much either. He's kind of a racist. He's kind. Of, I'll tell you what, he, <laughs> he was he an just, asshole he, right from the beginning. He fucked your wife, your girlfriend, without totally, you telling, without totally, a condom, and you didn't even totally. get to fuck his wife. Okay, but we always talk about this because this is like what I always say, like, you know, and this is where you guys got into trouble. You're kind of like this, like, sort of passive person to your own life, right? Like you went out, you came out of that first experience with this couple who you met online, who you went and had a swinger experience with. The guy was a total asshole. He fucked your wife without a condom behind your back. He didn't sort of follow the plan that you guys have, but yet you didn't really have a plan. Cause like I said, you're kind of passive in all of your sort of stuff. It's just your personality, right? So things went horribly wrong. You just sat there like, duh. And you know, and now it sounds like you go back to the same douchebag, right? And you're kind of like, well, he's a douchebag and he's a fucking asshole, but like, I went back and I had a great time. Like, I don't know. You just seem like, um, you sort of like sometimes do things that maybe you know aren't right or I don't know. Like, you just, just. You know what it is, Kathy? Yeah. What it is is that I assume people aren't stupid and that is a stupid assumption on my part. Yeah, totally. You should always assume that everybody around you is a fucking complete moron because in all likelihood they are and they're going to do selfish shit and they're going to do some self-serving shit and they don't even think they don't think about anybody but themselves and they don't follow the golden rule they don't do unto others right but that was the first situation for sure that would sum up the first situation but i i remember you emailing me and telling me the second situation went really well because you got it on with his wife it went well for you yeah right I totally, I made that chick come like three times. I've never made a chick squirt like that. Dude, she squirted all over me. Right. And how did you make her squirt? Like, were you banging her? Were you fingering her? Were you going down on dude, her? Yeah, to everything. I went down on her and she squirted and I fucking fingered her and she squirted and I like, fucked her and she squirted. Now, did you fuck her with a condom or without a condom? <laughs> are you kidding me? Well, I tried. Are you serious? I I'm a total hypocrite, right? Am I a total hypocrite? Well, that's what not? I was just trying to explain. I was saying passive, but yeah, hypocrite was more the correct word. Yeah, you're like ridiculous. No, like you sit here and talk about the population that you think are stupid and you should just believe that they're stupid. And I feel like people are now like, he's fucking stupid too. You're, because, you're a member of this that This is group. what I mean though, Kathy. I felt like I could do whatever the fuck I wanted. Like, he fucked my girl without a condom. I couldn't. Every time I know. I I'm just going to tell you a life him. lesson, okay? This is what I believe. So we're not 15, okay? If we were 15, I'd be like, yeah, revenge. Fuck the shit out of his wife without a condom. Do whatever she did to you tenfold. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you do when you're 15. But when you're like an adult, okay? Daddy, I tried. You're not no, listening dude, No, you don't. I'm tried. giving you a life lesson. Shut up. Okay, listen, this is I what tried. I tried. No, I couldn't. I'm not I telling you. You don't even know what I'm going to say. All I'm going to say, Cirque, is that you never well you're just using it to as an excuse right now but you never want to no matter what anyone does to you like you never want to lower sort of your standards 
to be as bad as them. Like you should always be whoever you are. And if that's somebody that would never do that, then you don't do it. You don't do something you'd never do just to get back to somebody. If that's the way that you are, then that's fine. And what you just said that sort of you think maybe I didn't hear, you said like I couldn't maintain an erection without one. So you always fuck people without condoms too. So you were very hypocritical in judging your girlfriend for fu- and that guy actually for fucking her without a condom because you're the same type of person and you couldn't get past it. But yet you should have been able to because you totally understand that in that moment, people just don't use fucking condoms. And that's a lot of people, you included. Right? I couldn't keep a boner. If I, every time I tried to put it on, it would fucking go limp. So I, and, and, but mm-hmm. had what happened not happened, I wouldn't have done that. I was just like, you know what? I already fucking caught any kind of fucked up sick shit from this couple that I would have because of my girl. So I'm not really worried about her fucking safety at all. And okay. you're right. You shouldn't lower yourself to anybody's standards. You really shouldn't because ultimately in the end, you're going to have to live with the person that you are. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I never get like, no matter what someone does to me, I don't stoop to anyone's level. I'll stoop to as low as I could go. And that's with my own thing. But I don't go lower just because somebody, you know, sort of like, I don't know, fought dirty. I don't fight dirty back. I just don't because that's not my style. You know, and I I think that's the better way to handle yourself. You could always keep your head up high that way. To me, when you stoop down, first of all, it's childish and it shows weakness as far as I'm concerned, you know. Like, seriously. Totally. Yeah. I so anyway, let's get back to that. who cares about my life lessons. People are like listening to your stories about you making her squirt and they're horny and they're like, Kathy, why the fuck are you giving us life lessons in the middle of that hot ass story? <laughs> well, I think that's I mean? a good, I think, I think you have a good point though. Like, I honestly, that's, I feel the exact same way. Right. But you did it then because we're talking about a different Stop. scenario. That probably maybe didn't even apply to that. You couldn't get hard. And then because you're like, oh, she did it anyway. And I already basically through her fuck these people without a condom. So I might as well. So if she has an STD, you have the same STD. You all have STDs. You could all live happily ever after. So you fucked the shit of his wife. You did everything. She had sex with the guy again. And did she use a condom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sort of, meaning she used of. one. Same. Or she- same fucking situation. The same situation that I was going through with his girl. He was going through it too. Like he broke. He broke. And I don't. I know you probably don't know this, but a dude can intentionally break a condom. You can. Yeah, there's a way that you can fuck with it on that you know that it will create pressure on. Right. So he was kept saying, it. "Oh, it's broken." So it'll break. Not? Yes. Okay, so they screwed without a condom. But why do you think that she didn't want to do it and you did? Because she didn't like the guy after what he did to her? Well, she didn't like the guy. She kind of didn't like the guy because he's a fucking idiot. He's barely literate. He's a fucking hillbilly. He's Mm -hmm. cute. I'm giving Mm -hmm. that. He's a good-looking dude, but he's not very intelligent. And, and, And he's kind of adult, and he hangs out with racist, dumbass Trump supporters. He's one of those kind of guys. Mm Mm-hmm. But what do you but really care? I mean, you're not sitting around having tea and can, like having conversations with these people. You're like having sex with them. He's very good looking. Isn't it more just a right. physical thing anyway? Exactly. And that's a good point that you're bringing up because there are two types of swingers that I've found in the short time that I've been involved in this lifestyle. I hate calling it that because that's what they call it. And I don't even really like to associate myself with any kind of group. Mm-hmm. I don't like group think at yeah, all. Yeah, me neither. But... But there is a, there are two types of people, and there are women who want to get to know the guy because mm-hmm. they don't want a fucking idiot. And then there are the the opposite type where they're like, we don't even want to know your names. Right, because they, they need to keep you. it that way. That Maybe that makes them exactly. horny. And the other way, I get the woman, like I think women are wired a little bit differently. It's hard to just go in and physically get turned on by someone if you never even spoke to them for a second. Um, and sometimes for a woman, like when someone does sort of start speaking, like it ruins it for you because women are wired yeah. a little bit more than just like through their eyes, right? They're wired through what they hear and how a person carries themselves and everything. So it could be a real like buzzkill if a guy's a fucking idiot, no matter how hot he is. It's just the way that women roll. Not for men. Men will yeah. still fuck a stupid ass, hot ass chick, right? I mean, they don't care what she comes out of her mouth. They'll never talk to her again. They're not going to bring her home to their mother, but they'll fuck her. A woman might not fuck exactly. a guy if he's like dumb as a doorknob or an exactly. asshole or whatever. I mean, if you know, so, so you guys have sex and this is it. but th- so that's the second experience. Now, do you ever talk to those people again after that? 
Yeah, actually, um, well, I talk to the girl once in a while. She'll she'll hit me up just to see what's up and say that she misses us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really want to have a relationship with the dude. He's just we wouldn't be buddies if uh, in in any other context, you know. Like I'm not really a dude that kind of wants to hang out with people that think like that. Mm-hmm. But. Um, it's again like you get into a situation where you're obligated to a certain extent to in order for you to not be com- a complete asshole or full of shit you kind of have to maintain uh whatever an ideal that you set yourself up to mm-hmm. but then you don't really even but your but your heart and mind isn't in it mm-hmm. so i mean yeah we, ha- we kind of have a relationship with them still but not really and why do you think that your girlfriend wasn't into it like afterwards like after you guys like wash up and you're done like all everyone fucked everybody right like and you guys like wash up and then you like how does that sort of end that situation you say goodbye you guys get in the car and do you guys like start talking about it and she seems like she wasn't that into it like why do you think she wasn't into it well she wasn't into it because this dude Mm-hmm. obviously doesn't have a whole lot of sensibility or sense. No, what did she say to you in the car? Like, well, did she like sort of let you know she wasn't into it? Was she like, wow, that guy was a fucking asshole. Like he could fuck good, but he's a fucking asshole. Like, like what it, what went down in the car afterwards between you okay, and your girl? Well, the, way, the way the whole thing played out was <sighs> I'm kind of an asshole. I'm, I'm, I know I realized this, but like after I was done, I was done, and I just went to sleep. Mm-hmm. She actually, while I was with the other chick, she got up and left the room. She went out and smoked a cigarette or something. And then they came back, and then they did what they did, and I was done doing what I was doing, and I just went to sleep. And the next morning, we woke up on separate beds in the, in the same hotel room. And I'll tell you what, like... I mean, there weren't any. There wasn't any kind of uh, hostility or animosity mm-hmm. between her and me. In fact, actually, quite the opposite. Like the that night, for whatever whatever happened that night, whether you whether it was good or bad or whatever, what it did do was it brought my girlfriend and me. It turned us on to each other, mm-hmm. and we spent the entire next two days. Like, I think I just fucked my girlfriend like seven or eight times that day, the very next day. Like, that's all we would do. Right. Mm-hmm. So it made you guys way more horny for each other. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, if, if you're going into this kind of thing, that should be the point. Because it's not even about it, other people. It's about you and, and the mm-hmm. person you're with. Right. It's about reviving maybe a sex life if you've been with someone for a really long time, right? That's just kind of dead because it's the same person. There's, so this sort of breathes nothing hotter new life. than watching the person that you love enjoy your sexuality mm-hmm. if, if, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, if you I could mean, get to the point where you're like, okay, see, I think a lot of people cannot get to the point where they're seeing their partner enjoy their sexuality with somebody else. You know what I mean? But if you could get to that point, then you could bring that person back to you and maybe enjoy it more there. But I think most people can't get to the point Though there are a lot of people that have that fantasy, like I've said it before, where they do want to see their partner fuck someone else in front of them. A lot of people could never imagine that. You know, it would make them crazy jealous. You know what I mean? Totally. So you guys have the best sex. It totally, like, you know, sort of makes you guys just super horny for each other. Now, how do you have your next experience? Well, we've... uh she pretty much leaves it up to me. Like I, it's it's, <laughs> it's just fucked up. But as long as it's me doing all the work, then it's always my fault. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, she sets you so, up for that. You mean and, you think? What was? That? I'm sorry. Does she that. set you up for that? You think, or you think that's just the way it always plays out? You kind of take control, and then everything's your fault when it doesn't go right. <laughs> I think that's just how it works mm-hmm. with with people who who are in that kind of swinger world is that the guy is the one who, because women really generally do take a passive role in dating. Like they just, you, well, this is how a woman dates. She wakes up, she goes to work or does whatever she does in her daily life. 
and then she gets dolled up, and then she just goes somewhere and waits for fucking a, a dude to show up and say what's up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, the guy actually has to proactively make moves. A guy the man pursues. The man pursues. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I'm saying. The woman just accepts. Yes. Yeah, kind and that's of like, how it it's works. sort I mean, of like the way sex goes, right? The woman just like takes it in; the man has to put it in. <laughs> it's right. like politics. It's like it's like oh, let's not get I'm into the politics. president, oh my and God, she's stop. Congress. I don't and I, get and politics. I, politics, I sex, and no. bring up policies and bills, and she passes her <laughs> veto spam. <laughs> that's how it works. And then everybody blames me. I'm Obama. Right. I can't get nothing done. <laughs> Or kind of like Obama. <laughs> so anyway, so go on. So you, okay, you're the victim. You obviously have set other scenarios up. So how many other I, things have I you set up? Uh, mostly, I we just meet. We go out. We meet people. She tells me she's not into it. We go home. <laughs> oh, so you go out looking in regular bars and stuff for like couples maybe that are interested in doing something. No, no, no. Swingers uh, clubs. I meet online. I meet people online. Okay, so you meet people online. Oh, and then you go out and you actually meet them. And then would you guys like have a code word that means like he's so ugly I, I would never fuck him? Like does she say something to you? Like how do you know whether she's interested in someone or not? No, she doesn't. There's no code word. She just pretty much looks at me and looks at the dude and was like, man, that's probably not going to happen. Right. You could read her. So you guys just hang out at the bar. You talk to the people and then you just go home. And how do you decide to like let them know that it's not going to happen? Because normally like if you're into them, right, like you just you get like which swingers get it on that night that they meet them, right? Because like you're meeting these people online. Everybody knows why everyone's meeting. It's basically to hook up. Right. So then you show up at the bar. Your girl's like, oh, no, thanks. And then you guys like have a drink and you're like, okay, got to go. Like, does anyone sort of, I don't know. I would feel bad. <laughs> I mean, cause yeah. you're just, right. I mean, and have you guys been rejected? Has that happened to you? I mean, how would you feel? Um, honestly, I don't think we've, no, neither of us have been rejected. Not yet. <laughs> but let me ask much- you, don't you see pictures of these people ahead of time? Yeah. Okay. So what happens in person yeah. that changes your girl's mind? Well, it doesn't really see it. I mean, looks do kind of matter with the woman, but not as much. Mm-hmm. You know, she just gets and a vibe so, of the guy when he's talking. Three D like version of the guy could totally change the guy's uh, exactly way. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. So, That's how many other couples have you guys had sex with besides that first one? Just that one. That's the only one. Oh, that's it. Yeah, we've gone on dates with like probably three or four different couples and Mm -hmm. it's just she's not into it and let me ask this because you started off this call saying that the second time that you're with these people you didn't think she was really that into it and she kind of did it to like because she was obligated do you think that maybe just overall she's not into this you know regardless of the other people and maybe that'll never happen again or do you think it's just she hasn't met the right couple honestly she's more into it at this point than i am Really? So she's dying to find that right couple to do it. You guys just can't, you know, find that that perfect guy that she's into sleeping with. Yeah, she's she's in she's into it probably more than I am, just because. Um, she, her last experience wasn't ideal. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My mine kind of was, <laughs> but I mean, it only happened at a sort of an obligatory type thing, but. Um, the thing is, is, she's not really a, a proactive in making it happen. Like she's another thing is, is like I think she's got a, a specific idea of what she wants, mm-hmm. and it might not necessarily be what I want. You know, you so, mean the guy know. and the girl? Like, because she's looking at the guy and saying what she wants. Do you really care about the guy? Because you're not getting it on with the dude, are you? No, no. But the thing is, is that. I I have to act. If I don't like a guy, I'm not going to really be okay with him and her going doing whatever. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got to be at least not a moron, you know. What I mean? I have right. to at least 
respect this per- person as a person, or else I'm looking at her going, whoa, why are you fucking this guy? He's a moron. Right. Or mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> so... I feel like guys There's are less that. picky, though, than women, right? So, like, I mean, out of all these couples that you've met, did you not like any of the guys either? No, man. I've, I've, there have been guys that I really liked, and I really wanted to see something happen with. And she's just like, I don't like him. He talks too much. Or, I don't like him for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's, okay. it's kind of a weird thing where if the guy has to get along with the dude, and the woman has to get along with the woman, and then you can, because if you two kind of can, gauge each other as as like same gendered people then you can work with that why don't you just get her drunk oh that's never been a problem so even wasted she's picky (laughs) yeah really like even wasted like you get her like drunk at these little shindigs with these other couples and she's still like no i'm not gonna fuck them Yeah, she doesn't really get that drunk. Maybe yeah, I that's mean, the problem. How, how how fucked up am I to, to like completely inebriate my girlfriend just so she fuck strangers? You're like, not I'm the not fucked up one. I'm the one that brought it up. This is more about me <laughs> than you. I'm the fucked up one that's like you got to get her a little bit more <clears throat> wasted because she's sort of look looking at these guys as a regular girl through regular eyes, like she wants to date them, you know, and she's just fucking them. So maybe you know she's not really just wired for like straight up meaningless sex and maybe the only way to get her to sort of stop analyzing it from that angle because you're not looking to sort of date these people who gives a shit you're looking for some good sex for the night so that you guys could then go back and hook up with each other and have a great time so maybe if she was a little loaded she wouldn't give a shit so much about like the personality and all these other things that's all i'm saying and i know that that's fucked up for me to say as a non-drinker i don't drink for 13 years i probably couldn't do that situation because I don't drink. I don't know. Though I do strive to be a swinger one day. I don't know how it will happen. But I think that with, you know, when you're sort of explaining it and everything, you sounds like you guys or she does. I know you're just putting it out there and explaining the pros and like, you know, sort of how it goes down. But it just seems like there's a lot of thinking going on as opposed to just fucking. And I think that maybe it should just come from a place of physical thing. And I think most people are a little kind of loaded when it happens. And that's why everyone just sort of gets into it and fucks and then leaves and goes home. And it's just kind of like a hazy fun time. Whereas you guys go, your girl's like, Oh, I don't like him because he talks too much. And you're like, he's too political. He likes Donald Trump. I don't want you fucking him. (laughs) You know, you're not marrying these people who gives a shit. Right, and then that's you have a point, and that's what I'm trying to like. Okay, so we're going out with a really, really attractive couple tonight. Okay, now and you had emailed dude, me about a guy. Okay, is this the guy that you emailed me about? Is he a part of this attractive couple, or is that a different guy? No, that's a different guy. Okay, so first tell it's me about the attractive guy. couple because that guy was kind of interesting. Tell me first about the attractive couple that you're going out with tonight. Um, I met these guys on a swinger dating site about maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. What's and the Swingers talk- dating site? Can you tell us? Yeah, it's called it's called SLS. There's a bunch of Oh, yeah, SLS. There. Okay, I have heard of it. Okay, so you went on to SLS. You met this hot, hot attractive couple. Yeah, and um, this dude is, he is cut up. He looks like, he looks like that Matthew McConaughey motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And your girlfriend has seen the pictures ahead of time, too? Yeah, I showed her. I showed her their pictures. This chick looks like uh, what's that chick from Wales, Zeta, Catherine Zeta Jones. Uh huh. They really do look like Matthew McConaughey and Catherine Zeta Jones. Right. They're really hot. Okay. Um, so I'm talking to this guy, you know, and and I'm I'm building a basic rapport with this dude, and and I like him. He he seems like he's pretty cool, and so I gave everybody's exchange phone numbers. And we have like a four-way group text sort of um, conversation that lasted throughout the day. And we decided that we were going to meet up tonight. We're going to go and hang out somewhere tonight. And, get tonight. and who knows? Like they, They're kind of like us. They don't want to do anything on the first day. They want to like meet and then, you know, regroup and talk about it and then go from there. Okay, so that can maybe work for the both of you because that's kind of how you guys are. So you're ready yeah, to talk about this via email? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and text. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Where do you meet them? Are you meeting them for drinks? Are you meeting them for dinner? Yeah, uh, I really don't like to fuck people with a, on a full stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. rather just like not have dinner. Right, right. You you know, but, yeah, of course. Yeah, why have? Right. You yeah, know, I'm I, just I a foodie, so I'm like, oh, and... I would like the dinner first. <laughs> so you're just going for drink. You meet up for drinks. I mean, that makes more sense. Or do you meet at someone's house? Or I guess because you guys don't don't think or you know ahead of time that you're not going to fuck them the first night that there's no reason to well, meet at a house or a hotel or something like that, right? Kathy, it's it's more it's it's so much it's just like regular dating. Mhm. You know, I mean, you don't a guy doesn't go on a date planning on getting laid. Right, he just hopes he's gonna. You just kind of hope and then mm-hmm. and then if it works out that way, it works out that way. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't work out on the first date, but might the second or third, it might take couple days mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's, yeah totally it's, it's kind of it's, it's totally like it's like your your partner is somebody that you fuck and you're both dating at the same, the same time. people at the same right. time yeah. i think if you go to that's a swingers so cool club it's it. different you know do you have any swingers clubs in your area that you guys could sort of question there are a couple there are a couple but we haven't gotten around to them because i got myself into a little bit of a financial issue where because they they cost money mm-hmm. you know and they cost the a lot holidays of money? well not a lot but i i took my girlfriend on a pretty expensive vacation in october right so you're a little strapped on cash so you can't afford the swingers club so you do it this way so you guys are going yeah. out with this couple you don't know if you're gonna fuck them or not you met another guy online could we just, before we end this call, I want to, I want you to, because you sent me this email and this guy was like, oh, could I get him on the show? Because <laughs> I've had other guys, uh, one little part about this guy is he has a very small penis and he wants you to make fun of him. He doesn't care about it. I had a guy once who was interested in calling and he was very, um, what's the opposite of well hung, right? He had like a microween and he wanted to be sort of degraded and made fun of. Like that was like, I guess, his turn on, right? So this guy that you met online kind of had that. You said that you were looking on Craigslist, looking around at people's ads. I'm assuming you were on Craigslist looking for people to hook up with or were you on Craigslist just looking for your own shit? Like what were you on Craigslist for? I just, I was just bored and just, I you know as well as I do that some of those ads are just entertaining. Uh-huh. So you went on there and you found a guy and what was his deal? Well, he has a really small dick, and he wants he wants to serve a couple. He wants to be their servant, and okay, I I saw pictures of this dude's body, and he's got a great body, other than his dick is the size of like half of your pinky, like your mm-hmm. second knuckle. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've seen one of those dick. in real life. It's like a microween. It's a, a micro penis. Yeah. It exists. The, Google it. It's like it really is. It that was the small. smallest. Yeah. It was like seriously like a baby dick. Yeah, and it's sad. It's like a deformity. Totally. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, it is kind of sad, but the, the thing is too is that like I I he was able to get a, an erection like he Yeah, but if it's a true microween, it doesn't get more erect than like a, an inch. Yeah. Like he seriously <laughs> it looked like a fucking like you need a roach clip to jerk off. <laughs> no, I saw a guy. I knew a guy that had one, and I saw him jerk off. It's like the weirdest thing because like there's not much movement. You know how far can you go up? Yeah, inch, down an no inch, up an inch, down an inch. <laughs> you know you have to get that visual in your head. It's like really ridiculous, but you have to feel. You have to very much feel sorry for him. So he's on there. He put a picture of his ween. The rest of his body is good, and you. Like and he's looking to service a couple and be made fun of at the same time. I don't think he really necessarily wanted to be made fun of, but I realized that any every sexual experience this dude has had mm-hmm. has ended up with somebody going, "Oh my god," you know, like and just reacting in such a way. And he, I think he was just basically saying, that "It's okay if you." I really. <laughs> I think he has a lot of balls to be even putting that up like that. You think he what? But 
I think he's got a big balls to even put an ad like that up, except for like his balls. <laughs> well, listen, he's not putting up his face, and maybe that's his way of weeding out and just letting people know up front so he doesn't, even though he says you could sort of make fun of me and everything. I think maybe he's beating people to the punch with that ad. You know, like, here's my totally. It's totally small. Let's fuck, and I don't have to have you go, like, what the hell in the middle of it. I personally think. I don't think, like, as a woman, I don't know that I would ever say what the fuck. Like, I think women are kind of nice. Like, I I don't think a lot of women would say in the middle of it, like, what the fuck. They kind of know, like, that that would be really mean. I mean, they're probably saying it in their head, but I'd be surprised if a lot of people said straight up to his face, like, what the fuck. He might see it in their eyes, you know, or in their expressions, and he might be projecting his own feelings onto them. But I, I... find it hard to believe that every person would say something about it because that's just mean you know i think most people would feel bad and they wouldn't like it but they wouldn't say something about it to the guys this is rude you know the thing is is that he doesn't have any experience going down on girls or like making them come manually he really doesn't have a whole lot of experience and he's 26 years old Right, mm-hmm. you know, so it's uh, he really needs to get his fucking game on. Like somebody needs to like take this dude in and show him what how the fuck they operate in the world of you know sex and life. And, and that right there is the reason why you reached out to him, right? That's what you said to me. Yeah, yeah. So you sort yeah, of like Gandhi. Too, you saw that ad, and you were like, "Wow, I want to help this person." Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Hmm. But he just doesn't, he doesn't have any, any kind of game at all. Well, how can you? I think a lot of times game comes from dick size, you know? A lot of times, like, a cocky it guy is like... confidence. Well, but your dick size comes, like, confidence comes from your dick size. Like, it's, I think it's hard to be really confident if you've got, if you know for a fact that you've got nothing going on down you, there. You know, do you know who Doug Stanhope is? Yeah. He does this bit. He used to do this bit a long time ago. Whereas, like, by the time a chick finds out how shitty in bed I am and how small my dick is, it's too late. I already came. Right. <laughs> so he's got confidence <laughs> even though he doesn't have, is what you're saying? <laughs> right. He's a fucking player. By the time a chick finds out that I'm a piece of shit, it's too late. I'm fucking, I've come already. Right. That's what this kid needs to figure out. Like, he needs to I think that's really game. hard. I think that's really hard. There's one thing about being kind of small. There's another thing with being, like, deformed small. I think it's a hard thing to teach. Like, I give you credit if you want to be the person that's sort of like Oprah, get in there and sort of change this guy's life. But I think that that's really hard. I think it's really hard to be a total player game person, you know, when you know that, you know, you're going to take your pants off and you have, like, a dick the size of a baby's dick. That's what you just called it. Yeah, well, what he needs to do is he needs, I mean, this is, there's such a thing as a lesbian in this world. Uh-huh. This is a woman that's not impressed by cock whatsoever. Yeah, but they want a he fist. To, I mean, they're not going to be interested in a guy with no dick either. You, what are you trying to well, say? He's he got a date fist. A lesbian? There's somebody, there's somebody that's into it. Especially if he knows how to make Lesbians her Lesbians are into way. girls. Newsflash. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he's barely a man. Right. So why would you think that he would like a lesbian? I think that I, this is like the dumbest thing you've ever said. No? Or just give me your explanation, your reasoning behind it. Because sometimes when you tell me your reason, it makes okay. sense. <clears throat> maybe, maybe not a lesbian, but, but certainly like maybe somebody, a woman, a, a woman that's bisexual. Okay, right. It, see, there are women in the world that it doesn't matter how big your dick is. You, that's not how they get off. Right. Like, I've only made a, a couple of women have an orgasm with my dick. And uh-huh. I've fucked up a zillion chicks. But usually I have to go down on them and use my hands. And right. he's got a perfectly functional mouth and hands. Right. And he's a cool guy. Like, if you can if you can carry on a conversation if you're good company with a woman, that goes a lot, lot farther well, with, a, with a woman. Let me ask you this. Has he ever had a, a girlfriend dick. or anything? No, that's the problem. This is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I, I mean. I like this guy, mm-hmm. and I want to help him. And this is what I want to tell him. Like, you don't need to have a fucking enormous ween to make a woman happy. 
Right. No, there's so much more to stuff. Yeah. And it's some girl out there that's dated fucking assholes and stuff or is really looking for a guy that's really, you know, sex isn't most of the time. Sex isn't the most important thing to every girl in a relationship. I think, you know, eventually down the line, like they do have to figure out other ways maybe to pleasure her. But there are so many other ways to do things. Right. I mean, especially, you know, there's so many toys that could just like extend him. There's a chick can have as big of a, a, a guy can have as big of a dick as he's willing to go into an adult store and buy. Mm-hmm, exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you can, if, if, if she wants a bigger dick to get fucked with, he, he can fuck her with a strap on. Right. It, it doesn't, his dick doesn't even really matter that much, especially if he's cool. If he makes her laugh, if he takes her to nice places and creates some novel experiences with her, she's going to, she's going to look at that more than, the size of his dick. I mean, nobody, she could tell all of her friends he's got the biggest dick in the world. They're not going to know. You know, nobody's no, she'll gonna tell know. her fr- her friends that he's got a really small oh, dick. Yeah, and they'll all will. give her advice on how to like get past that. If she explains that he's like a really nice guy, or he's really fucking funny, or he's really good looking, or her last guy was such an asshole and she really likes this guy. You know, women are hopeful creatures. Well, and this is the other this is the other angle that I that I talked to. I'm like, dude, if, as long as you're if you're open to let like letting her fuck other guys that do have big dicks she'll fucking stay with you forever yeah but if let she's me just getting tell you what something she about wants that okay but let me just tell you something about that when you're like i don't know the kind of woman that's gonna like fuck other guys in front of him is probably a highly sexual woman and i don't know that that woman's gonna be happy with a small penis size he's better off getting a woman who's a little bit uptight and maybe not that into sex <laughs> that would maybe like sort of not care about that i don't know that's just what i think but you know i'm i'm i don't know what i'm not like you know the end all be all i'm not uh, i don't have a phd in fucking sex ed or whatever so i don't really know you know what i mean you don't have a phd in tiny dicks no i don't i've only had one in my whole life and so i i don't know i don't know but i would think that but maybe he's a very, this is the weird thing the guy that I knew that had the really small micro penis he was a, like a raging pervert he was like so out of the box when it came to sex it was like kind of funny it's like you know if there's a god right and he created this guy he's like oh I'm gonna give him a really like crazy sick sex drive with the craziest imagination and make him the biggest fucking pervert and I'm gonna give him the tiniest dick like it really is you know kind of fucked up like that he was given both those things so i don't know if this guy is that same way because he's on craigslist sort of putting that out there and you also told me he was kind of buying he's interested in like licking your calm off your girl's ass and all this stuff so maybe he's like very sexual too yet he has this really small dick i just wonder worry that like you know if he meets a woman who's that same way that she's going to want something a little bit more substantial but maybe not you know what do i don't know well what i told him is like (laughs) Stupid word. Someone said something like that on my one of my reviews. He's like, for a sexpert, she really makes sex boring. I'm like, who are like a sexpert? Like, who calls themselves? That's so stupid. But yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about, so I don't know. So go on. I don't know why I took us down that road. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like there's somebody for everybody. And totally. People change. People's people's people. They kind of evolve. You know, even in their sexual taste, they they. Morph into, I'm certainly more perverted now than I used to be, and mm-hmm. I probably won't be this way ever forever. You know, I'm, yeah, I, you don't know. You could just changing. open somebody up. You never know. A lot of people are repressed sexually and have a lot of things in their mind. You know, and if you're comfortable with somebody and they're comfortable with you, you know, you could kind of let your freak flag fly with each other. But this guy, though, he's a little bi too, right? And you're kind of bi too, right? Do you think that maybe there's something there between you and him? Nah. No. No. No, I'm I'm not really into him. Mm-mm. But I mean, not that way. Not. But not he's in into guys. Way. Or he just is into like I, uh, what is that thing called when you're like you take the jizz of someone else's guy off a girl? Like what is that called cuckold. for a guy? What you're talking cuckold. about a cuckold? Oh right, right. He's into that, right? I think he'll he'll he's he's into pussy, and whatever it takes for him to get that is what he's into. Like he'll okay. he'll pay up. He'll pay a fucking entry fee for whatever. Like he'll take it in the ass if he can get some pussy out of it. Right. That's how oh, manly this small that, dick that's, dude is. Is that like what would we call that? Desperate? <laughs> I don't know. Like what is that called? Yeah. When some guy will go gay just to go straight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if there's a term for it. But. Yeah, it's interesting. 
but I, I mean, get but it. that means he's a little biased. <laughs> I, I think a lot of guys want pussy, but they'll do a lot of things before they'll, you know, get fucked in the ass by a guy. I think he might be by a little by. Well, honestly, I, I mean, if you if you subscribe to the Kinsey model of sexuality, most people aren't really straight or gay. Most people are uh, somewhere some in the middle, of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I don't really consider myself bisexual. I consider myself bisituational. Right. That's a good term for it. Meaning like you never know the situation might occur that like a dick winds up in your mouth and you're like, you know, into it at that moment. Right. But it's not something that I'm going to go look at actively looking for. Like right. if I'm into cock, I don't have to go far to find one. Like, there's really literally one at my grasp at any given time. Yeah, I always tell all my guy friends, like, I, if I were a guy, like, personally, and I came back in this lifetime, another lifetime, I would totally be gay. I think it's just so much more, it's so much better, like, and so much more satisfying sexually as a man to be gay because, you know, you could just get a lot more of what you want, right? From when the person you're, like, going after is, like, on the same wavelength as you. I think women and men are very different sexually, you know, so men wind up being frustrated a lot of the time, whereas gay men, I think, have the best sex ever so you know if you're open to it like you and you really wanted it you'd be doing it all the time because that's it's uh, you know if you want to be gay as a guy i mean there's guys out there that you could fuck all the time you know you don't have to play as many games with them as girls uh-huh it's true you know like a guy can actually be penetrated and fucked and not only that but a guy has a prostate that makes it actually really fucking enjoyable it feels good right a woman will never really know what it's like to fuck somebody on the male end, but a dude can be a top or a bottom, and a chick can really only be a bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Some guys <clears throat> have that fantasy of like strapping it on, and but they still won't know what it feels like. Oh, right? mine does. Yours does. Oh, she totally wants to fuck somebody, but she knows that she really can't. I- <clears throat> But has she ever strapped it on and fucked you? Because you wouldn't mind that, right? Yes. Yeah, she has. I don't really love it. because, But because she's fucking me with something that's, that doesn't have any nerve endings and that she doesn't have... To, I, can, I can feel it, but she can't. And really what it is is just painful for me. So uh-huh. I don't you're not, not really in right. Not no, but really, I think that no. the woman. I mean, I had a girl on recently who told me her friend was really into it and she wanted to try it because her friend made it seem like so hot. And I think what her friend was really into and what made it such a turn on for her was sort of that power that she had over the guy. And I think that that's what it is, maybe for the woman. I've never had that desire. Um, but I know that certain women do, right? They, you know, um, so and I think maybe it comes from that like sort of perspective because yeah she's not physically feeling it but there's something that women get very turned on by in that situation and I think maybe it is the power or the domination maybe over the man I don't know like why does your girlfriend love it well and the other thing is too is like you get into the whole dom sub thing uh huh and, and and when a chick's into that, into being that dominant role in a sexual experience, that's kind of what they're doing. But a lot of people that are into that sort of dynamic sexually, that that sort of sexual dynamic, the dom sub dynamic, they kind of want to do both. Right. They kind they kind of want to be a fucker and they kind of want to get fucked. Right. Not at the same time, but like they they like role reversals. They like roles. They're into that kind of role play type thing. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people aren't really honest with themselves about who they are sexually. Yeah, totally. I think sex is like, especially in our country, there's so much. Sort so of, ashamed of it. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, because I think sex like food and like money and, and other things in life, like it is a really good thing. Right. And if you could take you know, the good from it, you can have a really fucking good time. But unfortunately there's people like attach a lot of bad things to it and it turns out to be something bad. And then people think it's bad. Just like people think money is bad because people become greedy or they think sex is bad because people are whores. And it's really not, it's like what you do with it, but it is a pleasurable thing in life and it's a good thing. And there's no reason why there should be so much badness attached to it. And especially there shouldn't be that much judgment. I mean, to me, most of the time when people are like acting out sexually, it's their own 
sort of thing and it's a problem that they're having and it's the way that they're acting out acting it out it's not like a whore is a whore is a whore like people i don't know why people have such a problem with stuff like that you know it's a shame in yeah. fact like the shame the shame about sex is that there's shame associated with that at all yeah a shame it's a shame that it's a shame <laughs> It's a shame that there's shame. <laughs> right. It's a shame that there's shame. Exactly. It is. And that's the way that it is. So a lot of women can't enjoy themselves. A lot of men, you know, a lot of people are fucked up. And then a lot of people get put down because of what they do and how they act out. And maybe that's what they need to go through to find themselves or whatever, you know. But um, I think we're moving more towards a time where people are less shameful about it. We're much less repressed sexually, you know, um, than well, we ever have been. And I think that that's a good thing, uh, you know. I certainly think that the most the most miserable people that I ever experience in my life are the most judgmental and the most critical of other people. Yeah, because and listen, I remember when I quit drinking, um, and like I would say maybe six months into being very sober, I said to one of my friends, Robert Kelly, actually the comedian that I talk to a lot, who's sober too. I said, you know, how come I like people more? now that I'm not drinking. And he said, because Kathy, now you're looking at yourself in the mirror. So you don't need to distract yourself by looking at everybody else. And he was exactly right. That's Miserable people wow, do really? that because it's a way of just not focusing on their own life and looking at their own problems. So it's like a projection of what is inside of themselves and it, they're not working on. So they just constantly see bad shit in everybody else because they don't want to look at the That's bad really shit in themselves. Insightful. Yeah, that's what that guy yeah. told me, and he was exactly right. You know, <clears throat> ever since I got sober and take care of my own life and focus on myself, I don't give a shit about anybody else, but that's the reason why those people do it. And I think that if you ever find yourself, because I've had times in my life where I get hyper fixated on what someone else is doing or whatever, and I realize, like, what is it about my life that I'm, like, checking out and getting so involved in something else than taking care of my own shit? You know, that's sort of like a cue to yourself that you're, like, you know, when you're focusing too much on someone else or you're being too judgmental, that you're too involved in someone else's life because you're trying probably to avoid something that's going on in your own and you need to focus on yourself, uh -huh. deal with your shit and move on. And, you know, then you will be a nicer, happier, less judgmental person. Yeah, I saw recently I saw this this thing on the Internet where there's this crazy motherfucker. He's, he's running around. I think it's probably Seattle. Mm -hmm. He's doesn't he's not wearing a shirt and he's he looks like Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull and he's just nuts. He's obviously fucking insane. And he's yelling at people like these affirming sort of clips. One of the, the thing that you said that made me think of him is that he, he kept yelling at people, Stop judging people. You can't be free if you judge people. Hilarious. And you can't be happy unless you're free. He's totally fucking nuts. I'm going to, I'll send you a link. to. If yeah. you, do you know what I'm talking about? Have you no, seen uh, it? No. I'll send you a link to it. This guy is fucking awesome. He's all, uh, he's, tweet I, it to me so I, I can tweet it to my followers on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I will. This guy's so funny. I think he's a street performer. He just walked around like just being nuts it's right. so funny and he just tells people he's basically Charles Manson except for the murder part and the racist part <laughs> right he's well, just like very super... fascinating <laughs> yeah yeah I like it yeah send that link and I'll actually tweet it out you know but we, we get on that topic because we were talking about that guy. Can we just get, let's just wrap this up because we're getting to about an hour. But like, so this guy that you want to help that has a small penis that you want to sort of get out there so he could do his thing. Do you think that you and your girl are going to hook up with him or probably not? Like, do you know what's going to go down with them? That guy? Um, I really, okay. So <laughs> I sent him a fucking, I, we were supposed to meet up last night. He backed out. I knew he was going to. Um, he sent me a picture of himself. You know, just like a normal PG-rated pick, not of his dick, not of his body, just like of him. And there's no way in hell that I'm going to be able to talk my girlfriend into doing anything sexual with this guy. He's just not, he's not attractive in, in any way. Okay. Other than he's just a really cool dude. He's a right. cool guy. Right. But he's not, he's certainly not my girlfriend's type. I'm not even my girlfriend's type, but my girlfriend just like, likes me because she likes to well she can be herself around me you know 
Right. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe and you I never know because, fun. like, you say that your girlfriend's more, like, girls are more into personality. You say this guy's super cool. Maybe you just, like, bring him around and you guys become friends and you never know. You guys might wind up getting it on. But you're going to meet That's, him, though. Like, did, how, like, does he want to meet you in person? Does he know, like, what you're sort of angling uh, for? I think he's like, nervous. Right. Like, what does he think you want from him if you don't want to get it on? Like, did you tell him, like, you want to help him? Like, did you, like, I, I don't know. Because isn't he on Craigslist, like, looking for some SEX? I mean, and. You know, maybe oh, he's he sees super it. horny. Right. So, what? Why the fuck does he want to meet some guy that wants to, like, you know, have a psychology session with him? He might not be into. That. Um. I well, I think because I've talked to him online uh-huh. or through email, and he, he thinks that I might have some sort of <laughs> some sort of insight into how to get into a chick's pants and right. be truthful like i do right, i know right. how to mm-hmm. fucking talk it i can i can talk a chick into fucking me right, 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 right. and then so you want to impart that wisdom and he's willing to take it yeah that's cool but the thing is is that, i mean and i don't know if tell me if i'm wrong but the 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 best this is what i told him respect her boundaries and her reputation like if if a chick knows that you're not going to go and fucking trample her name through the dirt, you mm-hmm. know, and and the, what happens between you two will stay between you. If mm-hmm. she, if she trusts you, mm-hmm. she probably will let you do shit with her, right? Cause she's not because she's people that are people, people are people. And, yeah, dude, women have to res- they have to protect their reputations a lot more than men do. Oh yeah, because I mean, God forbid, people find out a girl like likes you know anal sex or something. It's a little bit out of the box, and people are like a whore. So it's so stupid. Exactly. That there's a bad, big stigma attached to women who really just like mm-hmm. sex. Women like sex as much as men do. It's just that men get high fives and women get shamed. Right. So why did he blow you off? I wonder. Hopefully, have you set up a different time to meet up? Um. He said he had to work. Mm-hmm. I think he was just. I think he was just nervous. Yeah, I think it's always weird to meet a total stranger for the first time. You know, regardless of even if you really want to, and you know something could happen. That first initial meeting is probably weird, especially because you know he's a guy going to you for like guy advice. I think that's really weird too and uncomfortable more so than anything else. So. Um, but I think if he forces himself to push past that and meet you, you guys could maybe become really good friends and you probably can teach him some stuff. I know I found some people on Craigslist that were on there horny looking for sex and they call me up and after 45 minutes of talking to me, they're like, oh my God, I'm so glad I met you. Like you really helped me with my problem. So, you know, you yeah. could turn things around, you know, you just never know uh, where someone well, and that's- put it out there. And if he comes back to you and wants to meet you and, you know, he'll get something out of it. If that's what he's open, if he's open to it, you know. Yeah, and that's what what's in it for me is. I mean, who doesn't feel good being helpful? Who doesn't feel good being? I think some people. Yeah, I think some people never do it because they don't really even realize, and some people are not like sort of givers in that sense. But I think what they don't get is that you do actually feel good to be of service to other people. It's like very rewarding. Um, and people that don't sort of do that in their life, they're missing out because I think it, it does feel great it's a way of getting out of yourself and i think that that's always great and nice and um i think it's what it's all about so you know i mean for me that's why i do my podcast i'm helping people total strangers all the time and i exactly love i love it so yeah i think that it's great hopefully he'll you know not be such a pussy next time and actually meet up with you instead of blow you off i think it's uncomfortable you know you kind of have to push him to do that too because he lacks confidence right um but hopefully right. you'll meet up with him and but but you know, what I want to hear about is that hot couple that you guys meet that you think it's going to go down. When are you supposed to meet them? Tonight. Oh, tonight. Okay. Well, maybe we should have done this podcast tomorrow, but it's okay. I feel like with you, it's hard to sort of rein you in and get a straight story straight through. So we go all over the place. <laughs> but I think, do. Do you know what I mean? I, I've in the past, I've like really yelled at you to keep you on topic and stuff. I just don't have it in me right now because I have a baby now and I have to like, you know, treat him like a baby. So I can't treat you like a baby too. I just too exhausting. <laughs> so I just let this podcast go here and there and like everywhere and I think it's interesting. You know, we've covered a lot of different stuff. Even though it's an update show, you know, uh, we probably missed the best update, which will be what goes down with these 
this couple tomorrow, but you know, we'll have you back on in the future. It'll be like your fifth time. I'll let you know. <clears throat> I'll let you know how tonight goes. All right. Good luck. And it, and it, and if it's yeah. worth talking about, then I'll then I'll then we can talk about it. All right. Awesome. But definitely send me the email. Okay. All right. Thanks yep. so much for calling in again. All right. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.